Hi, welcome to Managing Well, a podcast where we talk about the intersection of people, leadership, and wellness. And today's episode is exactly that. We're talking about ending work relationships. And when you break up with people at work, whether it's because of firing or whether it's because of layoffs and like how hard that really is and the care and attention that you actually need to give to yourself as a people manager to acknowledge the hardness of it so that you can be a more effective people manager. Otherwise, bad things tend to happen. So excited for you to listen and hear more. A big philosophy of mine and for managing well is the understanding of the connection between self-reflection and action. So when we're people managers leading a team, that both are necessary, that we need to kind of be self-aware of our own responses and our own thoughts before we can actually take action to lead our team well. And I think that is always important, but even more important now when we are managing and leading through really uncertain times. We're watching tons of layoffs happening in in companies. Um, The economy is uncertain. And so being able to do that self-reflection and action piece together is, is so important. And so for today, I want us to spend some time really self-reflecting on being a people manager uh, during hard times. And then we're going to shift to talking about like kind of best practices, action steps to take to lead through hard times. Um, And so I I think about, you know, when I read about all the layoffs, I think about um, actually times when I've had to fire people. And, you know, the time that is, is most, I think, striking for me, uh, probably most painful, um, was, you know, it was a few years ago and it was somebody I really cared about. I, I liked them as a person. Um, I really liked them as a person. <laughs> and um, and having to fire them was really painful. Uh, I, you know, I, I probably didn't fire them as soon as I should have because I really liked them. And, um, you know, they knew my kids and, you know, I knew their like family, like just when we would have events, like we would see each other's families. And so I I think I want to acknowledge that like when work relationships end, regardless of the reason that they end, like we feel something, we feel something about it. Um, We spend a lot of time with the people we work with. Um, And so it can be sad and disappointing and angering and hurtful. And it, it feels awful um i would i would say and there's not a lot of space or attention i think that is is given to kind of our own reactions when employees leave the company um and i think that when we don't pause and give ourselves permission and time to feel all the feelings that we don't want to feel but that are very much present when we do not do that i think we unintentionally become much more callous in our actions with our employees. And um, I think that's when you see, you know, the way that layoffs can be done can be um, really more painful than it needs to be. Um, And so I think, you know, when we're thinking about layoffs, um, they will never be absent of pain. It doesn't matter how compassionate you are, how kind you are. People are going to be hurt. They are going to be financially hurt. Uh, the people have hurt feelings. People will be angry. Like there are going to be normal human reactions to losing losing a job. 
Um, and I think when you're in a management role, especially when it comes to layoffs, <clears throat> um, often you have no control over it. Often you are, these are instructions that you are expected to, 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 to deliver on. Um, and usually not necessarily gotten input from you about it. Um, and so I think when, when that is the case that you're in, um, and I think the landscape we're in that maybe you haven't been told you have to lay off anybody, but you're seeing a lot of reorgs happening or you're watching it layoffs happen in other companies until you get nervous about your own company. Um, and that's true for all of the people who work with you and your direct reports too. And so I think um, just being mindful of that for yourself and mindful of that for your team. And so to be able to clearly articulate, listen, I'm reading the news like everybody else is reading the news. Um, I have not been given any information that makes me think this is going to be our case. Um, if I get information that changes that, I'll share it with you, right? So then being tra as transparent as possible um, when we're in the kind of uncertainty um, that we're in these days. And when I say transparent as possible, you know, a people manager is you're in a hard position. You are an advocate and a coach and a supporter of your direct reports. And you have your own manager that you report to um, and the organization that you're supporting. Um, and so there are times where there's information that you, you are not allowed to, you're not permitted to share. Um, and so I always say, you know, to share as much as is possible and is wise. Um, and so be in conversation with your direct manager of how much information can I share at this point in time um, if layoffs might be on the horizon. And they'll tell you how much you can share. And then I think that's something to convey ahead of time, if, if possible. Um, and I realize that's usually not the case. Um, so when it's not possible and, you know, all of a sudden you have a note on your desk, you have to lay off three people on your team um, and you have to do it by the end of the week. <laughs> if that's the reality, then you take some time and you sit with your own complex feelings about that. And you talk to a friend outside of the company, um, a partner, a colleague at your level, um, your direct manager that you find people where it's appropriate for you to be able to release your own um, very human reactions. Um, you journal about it. That's another way. That's the self-reflection piece, right? And then you take a breath and then here comes like the really hard part of telling people that they're not going to have a job and knowing how it's going to impact their livelihood. And so in planning to do that, you take a deep breath and then you take another deep breath and then you kind of, you state the facts um, and you do it with kindness. So the facts are the company is laying off, you know, however many people, unfortunately you're one of them. I wish this wasn't the case. Um, and then the details of the end date Hopefully there's severance pay that goes along with it. Hopefully there's benefits that go along with it that you can communicate. And what I will say is if there are not, if there's not severance pay and there's not benefits as a people manager, I would advocate that there are. So I would go to your direct manager and say, we have to give this person at least two weeks, four weeks, what, what something. Um, and that may be approved. It may not be approved. That's part of the fact that you can communicate. 
unfortunately, we can't offer you severance. And I want you to know, I tried really hard to make that happen. And I wasn't able to do that for you. And I know that that's hard to hear. So you're still honest. You're still transparent. You still tried your best, right? Um, and that you can you convey that to the person. Um, and then you share the reason for the layoffs. And again, get as much information as possible from your manager. So it maybe it's because there was overhiring in the past year or so. Maybe it's because um, revenue is down and it's it, the company can't afford so many positions, whatever the reason is um, to be able to, to convey that, to convey that um, to the people that you're, you're laying off. And then to take another breath <laughs> and pause and um, say that you're happy to answer questions as much as you're able to recognizing that there's going to be some questions you don't have the answers to, um, but that you wanted to give them some space and to answer any questions. So like all in all, it tends to be a very short meeting. Um, I think when you can do it in person, face-to-face -face is ideal. I think, especially with remote, remote work, when that's not an option, uh, at least by camera is ideal, um, as opposed to an email uh, is not ideal. <laughs> um, in my opinion, um, I think the human component of ending a relationship. And so, Yes, this is a layoff that we're talking about or a firing. However, it's a separation from work, right? It's a relationship that is ending. And so if you can imagine ending a relationship with a friend, ending a relationship with somebody you were dating, doesn't necessarily feel great to get a text saying like, this is over. It was good to know you. Bye. <laughs> um especially when we're talking about employees, usually they've been there for years. Um, so it's not like a three month, you know, short, short stint. Um, and so just, I think really kind of having reverence even for the, for what was for the relationship that has to end, even if it is um, not of your choosing, right. And not of their, and not of, and not of their choosing. And then you take another breath you go for a walk, you listen to some music, you do you do whatever you need to do to, to let that moment go through you. Because especially when we're talking about layoffs, you're probably gonna have to do it more than once. Um, and so I would really urge you to be mindful of the ways you need to take care of yourself in that process. And this is twofold. This Taking care of yourself in in communicating layoffs is, is important. One, you're human, you deserve good care. Um, and two, when you when we do not take good care of ourselves and we do not tend to our need to take a walk, our need to um, be angry, our need to cry, our need to journal, our need to like yell, whatever that is, when we do not do that for ourselves, it comes out sideways to the people. And that's where you end up hearing stories of you know people getting laid off and the manager is in tears talking about how hard it is. And the person who's the one losing their job is like, wait, what? This doesn't make any sense, right? So part of tending to your own emotions is also so that you can make sure that you are um, respectful of the other person's emotions and that you support them, that it's not their job to support you. Um, and that's true for when it comes back to, so now it's Monday morning. Now you've laid people off. And now you've got a team that you have to still lead. They still have to do work. They still need to 
be productive and, you know, fulfill their, their scope. Um, and we all know that is really hard when you just had some colleagues, possibly really good friends, um, leave. And so I think leading through and after layoffs includes some of the same transparency, um, and honest communication with the team. And so being upfront, not waiting for people to ask questions, not waiting for rumors to fly, but to say, I'm calling a meeting to talk about the company layoffs. We've had three layoffs in our team and you might not be able to name names because of confidentiality. People will figure it out. And you could say that I can't name names because of confidentiality, but we had to lay off three people in our team. Um, and you know, their last day was Friday, so they won't be working with us anymore. Um, and the reason the company chose to do it is X, Y, and Z. And I know layoffs are hard and I know it raises fears and uncertainty for those who are remaining, um, as well as concern for the people who, who have left. Um, and so I wanna be honest with you, like that's what's happening. I will ask, answer as many questions as I, I'm able to answer. Um, if there's questions that I can't answer, but I can direct you to another person, I will. Um, and then there's going to be some things that you're just not going to get the answer to. And I know that doesn't feel good, but I just want to be upfront about that being being the truth. And then give time people some time to, to talk about it as they choose to. Um, would not be surprised if you don't get a lot of comments and feedback and people aren't talking a lot. Um, what I will say is don't be surprised if nobody gets worked on that day. <laughs> um, they might be there, but they may not really be there and focused. Um, and then I would have another meeting, you know, later in the week or the following week um, and just acknowledge like, listen, I know this is, this is hard. And I just wanted to, to name it. And we also have to continue working. And so how do we as a team continue our work, continue to support each other when we've just lost three people. Um, I know that's hard and I know it's something that we're gonna we're gonna do together. So we're gonna keep doing our work and we're gonna do the best we can. If you're scared about layoffs, I'll tell you that there's nothing I've been told that tells me more is coming. And looking at the landscape, I understand that uncertainty. So what I have found to be the best way is to do the best that you can with what you have, right? So do the best on the project that you're working on. Do your best to strengthen the relationships with people you work with now um, because it makes the day easier. And strategically, it could be beneficial to you in the, in the future as well. So like that's a way to kind of refocus the team as we're talking about being productive and doing our jobs uh, when we're hurting. Um, because we're missing people who were here. Um, and some people might, when I say hurting, some people might be sad, some people might be hurt, some people might be angry. So I'm kind of putting all of that together in the word hurt. Um, but the people are gonna have feelings about it. And your job is to, you can acknowledge the feelings and simultaneously, like how do we how do we move us forward in these, these other ways? I um, I would really love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you have seen done from other people, what you've done from yourself that has been really useful 
um, whether it and separating work relationships, whether it's because of a layoff, whether it's because of firing. Um, when have you seen it go as well as possible? And I say it that way because this is an awful thing. Like nobody comes out of this unscathed. And I think there's ways that make it more hurtful um, and there are ways that make it um, as as best as it can be. And that's still not good. But I would love to hear, to hear from you um, and your experiences with that. Thank you for listening to Managing Well. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to learn more about today's episode, go to thelodipogroup.com slash podcast for a worksheet on today's episode. A special thanks to my podcast team and the Ladipo Group who supports this show. Managing Well is produced and edited by Black Faves Brand Studio. I'm your host, Tanya Ladipo. If you have any questions or topics you want to discuss, email me at managingwellpodcast at thelodipogroup.com.